So, uh, my barber gave me a terrible haircut. Like, so terrible, I'm actually embarrassed to appear in front of the webcam. So for the next few weeks, this puppet version of me will be filling in. Hopefully by the time I get to the movie, I can show my face again. Hopefully. We jump right into the action, with Megatron ordering the Stunticons to track down three components he needs to build some kind of doomsday weapon. Wow, just like on G.I. Joe! Except they'd take five episodes to track those components down, lose them, find more, let Cobra capture them, only to have it sabotaged by the last minute. We're in and out of this premise in 22 minutes. Take that highly trained special mission force. Megatron refers to the Stunticons' unique transformation powers. Now okay, they're cars unlike any other Decepticons, but powers? Really? Having wheels instead of wings counts as a power now? Fortunately, they can also fly, since the power of driving won't get them out of the ocean headquarters. So they're off on their mission, and the Autobots immediately pick up on this. Man, they haven't even done anything, and you're already going to hassle them? Component 1 is some kind of special lens, maintained by this bow-tied idiot. What's this? Cars without drivers? It must be the Autobots! Do they not have CNN in 1985? Oh, right. They don't, really. Never mind. Still, look at the guy. You know he was on the stripped-down version of the internet that was around in those days. Somebody had to put the word out that crazy driverless cars might possibly be evil robots and to look out for the distinct purple markings to be sure. Component 2 is... Well, I'll let the army man tell you himself. Careful, men! We don't even want to scratch that experimental generator! People in the Transformers world are always saying stuff like this. Which explains why, when I'd set out on my paper route every morning, I'd say out loud to nobody in particular, I'd better get the day's news delivered to the citizens of my neighborhood! I just thought that was a normal way to talk. Component 3... I've guarded some valuable exhibits, but nothing like this. The world's biggest, most perfect ruby. Okay, I can see doing that for one of these, but really, now you just look sloppy. And there's no room for sloppiness in this show. So all three components get swiped. And despite the fact that the Autobots were watching well before this crime spree began, they don't even begin their pursuit until all the damage is done and all the human lives have been endangered. The Autobots handily take out and imprison the Stunticons in a montage that lasts about two minutes, which kinda already cancels out all the hype of them being the scary new Decepticon threat. But we're building to a gimmick here, so just accept it so we can move forward. Here's our wacky premise. Since certain Autobots look like certain Stunticons, why not disguise ourselves and see what Megatron's up to? As long as that nosy Mr. Roper doesn't find out, it's a beautiful plan. Except, well, anybody who had the toys can tell you it isn't. Look at this. But the show never really played anyone to the scale of the toys before, so why start now? Paint Optimus black and gray, and he's Motormaster. Fine. At least he doesn't have flames painted on his cab. That'd just be retarded. Oh, and remember a couple of weeks ago when Skywarp suddenly talked like Johnny Cash for no reason? Now Ratchet's doing it. Also for no reason. The fake Stunticons head out, and we're on a collision course with hilarity. Or tediousness. Yeah, probably that one. Unsurprisingly, Starscream immediately spots the ruse. Equally unsurprisingly, Megatron tells them to shut the hell up. Meanwhile, the Stunticons work out that if they vibrate, they can escape the Autobot prison, because it was apparently built by Spike out of couch cushions. Also, we can account for exactly five Autobots being away on a mission, so shouldn't, like, one of the remaining 35 be here guarding these guys? Ah well, premise, remember. You know where this is going, so let's not get in its way. They combine into Menasaur and escape, and apparently even though they were in jail for a short time, Menasaur is now an Autobot. Hey, sorry, bowtie guy. I take back what I said. Megatron, meanwhile, finishes his most destructive weapon known to Decepticon science. A ruby and a lens balanced on top of a generator. Huh. I'd have guessed the thing that pulled your planet into Earth's orbit is more destructive than that. But hey, whatever. Uh-oh, look. 
Menasaur's here, but then so are the Stunticons. How can this be? One must be a fake. So real Menasaur fights fake Menasaur, which is just some elaborate hoax using magnets and holograms. The fake is defeated, which somehow neatly clears away the camouflage paint. Then they blow up Megatron's weapon and go home. The end. Yeah, this one was a lot more tedious than it should have been for being so late in Season 2. I thought we learned a little something about how to write an episode by now.